The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationship with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Pullin' Weeds Off Course, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. I'm Alan Knight, and today I'm joined by Jim Huntoon. Jim, how are you? Doing well, Mr. Knight. You down there in Myrtle Beach right now? Polly's Island. Pa- yeah, it's, yes, it's Myrtle Beach area. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Polly's Island. How many rounds of golf have you done this week, you think, at your facility, at Heritage Club? Probably 800, Al. And you had, a little, you had, a, had one day of rain where you didn't get much play, right? Correct. Yesterday, but had quite a few out of town package golfers, and they played. It ended up not being. Uh, it ended up being an okay day, so they oh, good. played. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got you on the show today. Tim was unavailable, and just a couple of things to really cover. One definitely being today is a Southeastern Regional Conference, and at R- Raleigh, North Carolina. Where's the seminar being held, Jim? At the State Hotel, State View okay. Hotel in Raleigh, which is I was I've never been there myself, Al, but it appears to be part of a the complex there uh, with the Lonnie Pool Golf Course. Oh, good. Yep, right there at the golf course, and there'll be a golf tournament that would have taken place when this airs yesterday, and you and I would have teamed up, right? I hope we did well, Al. I hope we did too. Uh, I got geared up for you yesterday in the CCC dogfight. Got all my bad shots out of the way, so you get the good ones. Wonderful. I I appreciate that, and I haven't hit many golf shots this week, but I've been getting mentally prepared. That's a big part, man, mentally prepared. So Southeastern Regional Conference is actually a joint venture with the USGA, correct? Am I wrong? It is. The way I've been explained to me is it used to be exclusively the USGA's event, and we would, as the uh, – Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association would help them administratively run it, but uh, somewhere in the past it became a a joint venture. Um, full disclosure, Al, I've never been to this event. Um, I'm looking forward to going to it for the first time and I hear you. and seeing what it's all about. I've heard a lot of positive uh, feedback from yeah. the past and. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be a staple on my calendar going forward. I've never done the golf portion. I'm looking forward to that, doing that with you. And uh, But the the next day is it's pretty cool, man. You get to hear from – it's kind of cool because I get to see a bunch of my old coworkers and friends through the CGA and SCGA and the WSCGA and all those state golf associations, the club manager association will come in and kind of address everybody and let them know, the, you know what's going on. And then a bunch of education with some smart people all day long. Yeah, fast-paced, slower, um, not slower, but uh, shorter um, windows of time yeah. that people speak, so it moves along uh, pretty well. Yep, so. not, nice meal, but I'm not going to be listening. I'm going to take some photos and do some social media, but obviously we're going to kind of do what we did at, at the conference and trade show out in San Diego is, is a 
megasode, so to speak, with other people there attending. Correct. I think that'll be fun. It'll be a good opportunity to get some people on the airwaves that we otherwise might have not gotten. So yep. um, hopefully yeah. we can find the, the ways and means to get some people that are willing to come on the air with us. Yeah, we'll just pull them out of class just for a few minutes. But uh, I have no idea who that is yet, but we will find them when we get there. You know what I mean? Correct. That's what we're going to do. So I, I would have to say for the Carolinas GCSA, before we get to Mr. Tyler Riggin with, with the USGA, uh, rounds for research. Tell us about it. You're on the board of directors, Jim. It's a big deal, isn't it? It is a big deal. You know, obviously uh, any extra money we can put towards turf grass research is beneficial to everybody in, in the industry. And for a couple years of, of, of dealing with the COVID pandemic, it was more difficult to secure donations for obvious reasons, Al. So we've yeah. really committed this year to reestablishing um, connections with people and trying to get as many donations, drive as many donations as we can and do what we can to promote the auction to, you know, have a banner year. Um, I, I agree. And, and yeah. I, what I'm getting ready to say, I'm not bragging because I'm not, officially part of the Carolinas and I have nothing to do with rounds research, but I do believe they are one of the top earners each year and, uh, something they're proud of and something they'd like to keep doing. So if you have the, the means, please donate a foursome. I know Florida has been catching up anyway. Yeah, there's, there's the competitors are nipping at our heels Al. Um, we've managed to stay on top, but we want to leave no doubt. And, uh, you know, there's lots of options too. If you're uh, at a club that still has a um, no guest policy, you can make a cash donation, which is important. That's just as just as good yep. as donating rounds. So, um, so far, most of the calls that I've made uh, to fellow superintendents in the, in my area, um, everybody's been willing to donate and very cooperative. So, I'm hopeful that. That's the case across the Carolinas. Well, if anybody who says no, give me the call log, and we'll do it live on air. I'll just call them up out the blue, ask them, say, hey, you're on Pulling Weeds. Can you help rounds for research? Really put them on the spot. There's a few we may have to do that to, you, Al. Nah. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be a good idea. But uh, anything else going on you want to plug while you're here, my man, before we send it on no. to Tyler Riggin? No, just uh, appreciate Tyler coming to record with us and tell us a little bit about the the usga the new usga alan yeah that's our term not their term necessarily correct but um certainly the organization is making some adjustments to some things they do i think um if you follow the organization you can you've seen some of that so yeah have you seen their newest championship announced I have the one yep. at Pinehurst number six. Yep. Yeah. This is very cool. Yeah. I didn't see, yep. uh, I didn't know it was going to be in Pinehurst, but that is cool. Yeah. I believe it's called the, the, the adaptive U S open L if I, I be- remember right. I from believe what Mr. So. Reagan said, yeah, very cool. And just the partnership that they have with Pinehurst, um, here in the Carolinas is, yeah, it's just a, a, a good thing for golf in the Carolinas and golf in general. And, um, yeah. So, we should probably get to Mr. Reagan. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Happy to be. And there we go. We're done. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, pretty excited to be here today with uh, another one of our kind of high-end guests, right? I mean, the Blue Bloods, is that what we're allowed to call them? We'll we find out. I mean, definitely starting this interview, he's a blue blood. Okay, we're going to start there and then let him work his way in. We'll see. He says it's a new USGA. The new USGA, live and in person here today. All right, all jokes aside, Tyler Riggin. Tyler, thanks for making time to be with us. Thank you for having me. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get the tough questions out of the way. Can you give your official title with the United States Golf Association, please? I am the Director of Regional Affairs for the USGA, covering the Southeast region. So you're not the Southeastern Director? Uh, not on my business card. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, that's why we asked for the official stuff up front. We're already laughing, so we're making progress with the USGA, feeling lightened up already. So what does the South... The Regional Director for regional. the USGA yeah. of the Southeast you messed me up with that southeastern question. You got me. I got you, didn't <laughs> you? What, what do you do? I am the conduit for everything that comes out of the USGA, whether it be governance, uh, championships, marketing, PR, uh, anything that we produce or create at the headquarters level, I help distribute to the local level, um, mainly through state and regional golf associations like the Carolinas Golf Association, SCGA, Women's SCGA, uh, the main conduit of information and, and best practices to the local level and uh, work with them on, on a daily basis. Um, second main thing I do is, is work with our volunteers. Uh, the highest level volunteers, USGA committee members, um, much like Charlie Roundtree. Is he, is he still on the junior committee? Uh, he's not on the junior committee. Okay. He is a, just a general national committee member. Okay. Uh, he's a, a doer of all things. No doubt. A Swiss Army knife of sorts, <laughs> as we all know. Yep, yep. In a uh, Bowie knife sheath. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I recruit, train, and, and, and uh, provide opportunities for those volunteers to use their skills uh, on a national stage, and, and they cut their teeth and do everything that they do for the game at the local level through those golf associations too. Let me just ask this. I'm going to derail it real quick. Mike Murphy. Do you know Mike Murphy? I know Mike Murphy. Okay. That's all I need. You know Mike Murphy, don't you? I love Mike Murphy. I do too. One I, of the best. Is he still on the committee? Misunderstood Mike Murphy. Is he on the committee still? Mike was a longtime USGA committee member. He is, is not anymore, yeah. uh, but he uh, – definitely helps out a lot uh, at the but, local level in yeah. Hilton Head and also helps out with the uh, Azalea up at Country Club of Charleston here and there. And That man has his own radios, like a 12 bank of radios. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's well, doing I mean, a long you worked time. with the SCGA and you had to crank that one radio to get it to work for your first <laughs> 10 years worth of tournaments. I mean. Yeah. So your, your predecessor was in Atlanta, Georgia, Kathy Gordon. And you are in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Correct. Kathy yeah. Gordon, 25 years with the USGA yeah. uh, in this role. Uh, changed a few times over that time. Um, but, yeah, uh, she was offered a, a, a package um, from the USGA and right. I quickly raised my hand to transfer to the southeast from Chicago. So was why? her job description the same? She's, uh, she's, no, was it before oh, you? Yeah, yeah, same, same title. So how did you end up in Charleston? So I, or Mount uh, I 
was in the same role in the Midwest. Uh, so I've been with the USGA since 2013. Um, so I covered the Midwest for six years based out of Charleston. Um, took the, that job after running uh, the state championships in Pennsylvania for the Pennsylvania Golf Association. Well, I hear you. Is that the PGA? Uh, P-A-G-A? Oh, okay. That's we called it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I just, that was out of nowhere. In the gap, the Golf Association of Philadelphia. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's where I got my start in, in this career. Um, I was a sport management major at the University of Tennessee. And uh, UT Knoxville? That's right. Nice. Uh, and uh, for one of our classes, we helped run a nationwide tour event, as it was at the time, um, in Knoxville. And uh, we helped put up, you know, standards and big, yeah. all, all the uh, rope and staking and all that kind of stuff. And thought it was pretty cool. So I uh, met this guy, Larry Adamson, who was a longtime USGA staff member. He played golf with my, my dad in Franklin, Tennessee. And he recommended I apply for this internship, the P.J. Boatwright internship. Yeah. Uh, that's run through the USGA. Where's P.J. Boatwright from? Do you know? Uh, originally, New York area. But, oh, is it? Uh, actually, his daughter lives in Mount Pleasant. Right yeah. Now. I knew he, he spent a lot of time in Spartanburg, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Country and, Club of Spartanburg. Uh, they had a house in Pinehurst, too. Okay. Yeah. You knew about the PJ Boatwright interns. I did, but I didn't know about the family until all that just now. Yeah. I knew the interns. We got two a year. It was a big deal. Yeah. Most places didn't. You're talking about the SCGA, the Southern California Golf Association? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. My I mean, man. I just remember I went to SCGA.org no, a number of times and could never find our website when I first went to work there. Oh, I, I was like, why didn't we get that? SCGA.com. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, huh? Exactly. Uh, so did you when you interned did you get to do the week in new jersey actually i did not yeah <clears throat> i started in may uh, right after our graduation um was hired by mark peterson the executive director over the phone never been to philly uh didn't know anybody there but uh was willing and and wanted to get into the game so did a six-month internship yeah. with gap uh, the golf association of philly and luckily it was uh, there was a position open in handicapping and course rating. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I that's took, the sexy one at the Golf <laughs> Association. That. Uh, that's crunching numbers, man. Hell yeah. It was, Although uh, I used to do course ratings. And so anytime you get, there's a value. You input values basically to get course ratings. And so a shoot, you know, two trees close together on tee box, I would always, I would be like, James, I think we got a shoot right here. <laughs> but there's, it had to be 20 yards. It was a certain measurement. And, uh, I was just famous for going, hey, I think we got a shoot right here. That's great. Yeah. Got to add a value to something. You, you do. Know, you well, get, I thought you, you get were bored from Michigan. I, I grew up in Michigan. Uh, I am from Kalamazoo, Michigan, southwest. What? That's right. It's a, it's a real place. Dusa, go ahead. Yeah. Your light bulb just went off. No, but there's a super. I, I just, from Dusa. I know. Dusa talking about Kalamazoo, but there's a super on Twitter. John Fulling. Yes. Who was at our show? Exactly. That. Former GCSAA president. You ever play Kalamazoo Country Club? I did, yeah, as a junior. Uh, through plenty of junior events right there. Nice track. It's a good spot. Think of Zoysia? It does not have Zoysia, I don't believe. What's the beer that Dusa talked about from Kalamazoo? Wasn't there a certain beer? From... Bells. That was it. Yeah. I was getting ready to say Blenheim, but that's the that's the root Ginger ale from Ginger here. Ale. From here. Not Blindham. <laughs> No, it's from Sumter or somewhere. Clio. Yo, I don't know Up where Nick that. Price was. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, we're having our pulling weeds. Uh, what you call it reunion here with you, Tyler. So what? How? How do you go from Michigan to UT? Yeah, I've been all over. Um, out of state tuition cheaper? <laughs> no. Uh, grew up in Michigan in a big golf family. They're from Port Huron, Michigan. Um, kind of north of Detroit. My great grandfather uh, built and designed a golf course called Black River uh, Country Club that's uh, still in operation. It's probably on its fourth ownership now. But How do you, how do you rate your grandfather's design? Uh, Thumbs up, thumbs down. Rainer Let's go easy. Thumb, thumb. Seth, Seth Rayner-esque. Not so uh, template, but uh, really good, challenging, uh, fun track. Uh, a lot of ele- A lot of elevation change uh, in Michigan and really close to the lake. Um, and, uh, yeah, fun, fun track, good property. Uh, he had a couple co-designers, but uh, it's uh, – I've only been there a couple times. It's, it's a cool place, but – uh, that's where I got the golf bug. It's in my genes. Um, whole family has been golfers. Um, but my mom is from Mississippi. She got sick of the winters in Michigan. So we uh, relocated to Nashville, Tennessee when I was a teenager. And uh, that's how I got to University of Tennessee. Um, how was Nashville as a teenager? Pretty fun. So Nashville in 1995 was a very different town than it is right now okay it's vegas now back then it was country western capital summer um, lights festival yeah Opryland. you know so, i mean i went i can't tell you how many times back then spot. early 90s it, it oh was, yeah it was not the tourist attraction that it is now uh it's really grown up and it's a totally different town anymore but uh really fun town to grow up in and um music really evolved over the last 35 years um where it has become just a a music capital uh no doubt outside of country so did you pick up the banjo there uh i tried the guitar here and there uh but that was mostly in college to try and get ladies but it didn't work so you were there current wife she didn't fall for it no she uh she was into the stint meter (laughs) man you were the you you were at University of Tennessee during the Philip Fulmer years. I was right after Peyton so they, Manning, maybe Peyton Manning. I yeah. uh, was there till ninety seven. Um, they won the national ch- championship in ninety eight with Phil and T Martin, and I started in two thousand. Okay, okay. I was there uh, on the the decline from <laughs> the national championship. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Sounds like some Tommy Bowden years for some of us. Or maybe right now. You, you, you just keep focused on those Gamecocks and you tell me how they're doing. I believe you. I'm not bragging. Been through more coaches in the last three years than we've won national championships. Just saying. I, honestly, I think I only watched two games during the Muschamp era. How long, how long was he there? Like I'm, two years? I'm going to guess three. I worked hard. Didn't I see he just got hired at Georgia or something? Yeah, he definitely was Georgia. Why would you bring him back? I don't know. You have to ask Kirby Smart. Are you a NASCAR guy at all? Uh, so I've, I'm not traditionally a, a NASCAR guy, but I've been to Bristol a couple of times, one for the day and one for the night race. And that one love, track I've never been to. Love NASCAR Is that the one for where that. you get rubber all over you from the turns? You could if you're close enough. That's where they're always the short track and a big circle making wrecks all the time, right? Yes. See? See? Basically a, a NASCAR race going around a football field. Right. It's yes. tiny. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the whole thing, right? Which? Oh, yeah. Unlike some of those other tracks where you can't see some of the corners and whatever. By the time this comes out, we would have seen Chuck Conley and I will have gone to a NASCAR race at a football field in in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, so let's just spoil what Big Al's 2022 is looking forward to. <laughs> well, All right, well, crossed. if we're talking to the future, then let's just transition back to Tyler. What's on the docket for the USGA? Like, what, what can we be looking forward to? You got a new, I don't know, new stint meter? <laughs> you going with the blue one this time? I, I, I don't know. Uh, a lot going on at, at the USGA. I, had, I, don't, I don't think we're changing the color of the stint meter at this point. All right, hole size still the same. Ball comes out of rules. Uh, rules look pretty similar uh, for the the near term. We changed those a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Got rid of nineteen. Color big of change. Uh, there will be some adjustments here and there on the rules of golf. Um, have, but have uh, you ever attended a rules of golf workshop? You probably had to administer uh, them, didn't you? I'll I'll say unfortunately I have been to probably fourteen. USGA rules yeah. workshops. Um, you failed I, 13 of them? <laughs> uh, Kathy was no, one time the host. She has taught a lot. And yeah. uh, I have done some local stuff, but not the national ones. Kathy's done those. But now um, she didn't teach. She was just a person who would kind of, there was a proctor. We, we yeah. call those coordinators. Correct. Actually, I have done that. But, yeah, that's uh, a less medical version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're tough, man. Four they days are. of rules and then a three and a half hour test is is difficult yep um you when you're officiating and running golf tournaments you'd go back every year just to brush up uh so i've taken the test a lot of times high score i'm gonna circle this yeah what is your high score uh 95 okay i'm gonna circle this back to mike murphy real quick so mike murphy and i attended the same seminar one year and he made a 99 okay and he was mad about the one he missed oh yeah and Sounds i bet like i feel I bet I made a 70, okay? <laughs> and I looked down at the one he missed, and I made it right. I was like, sweet. I felt like a one. That's, big time that's a victory right there. Big yeah. time in Murph. Yeah. Anything. So, like, programs. I mean, Deacon we talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. I think people are aware of that. Hard push for that coming in 22. Uh, well, just incorporating technology uh, at the USGA level, uh, the Deacon tool, and all of the products within that are are really cool um and we're making uh some real good headway i mean it's it's still uh in process of being created really um i mean it's been basically beta for four or five years we're getting it to the point where it is truly going to impact the the industry and and move the needle and and provide superintendents with the necessary information um that a lot of folks have been using uh, i mean there's there's plenty of products out there that that do it but they piece it together this kind of brings everything into one capsule um so that that stuff's really interesting um we do have a a a product that's coming out uh that will uh kind of revolutionize the the way that we measure uh smoothness green surface uh the speeds of like like what the stint meter does all in one product it's it's really cool um but we're not changing the color <laughs> the color of the stint meter is not the same but uh, have you the, already the, named that product no uh no but it uh it looks like a golf ball huh and acts like a golf ball 
but it performs like a birdie ball. We heard it here first. <laughs> no, we didn't. We heard it at the show. If you paid yeah. attention in November, but we're just not allowed to talk about it yet. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm trying not to. That's the genius. proverbial cat out of the bag. I just want to help name the thing. Come up, make sure you come up with a cool name. Nothing lame, okay? Got it. Yeah, like it's a stimp new. meter. That stood the test of time. I just have old, like. Do you know when that was named? I don't know what uh, was Ryan Stimpy on television. Much. I'm just uh, wondering if there's some guy in the after. back that's just laughing because he pulled that off. I don't, but I think Alan's looking it up. Oh, I'm going to. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think it was somebody with the last name Stimp? I've never heard that last name, so that would be new. All right, I'll just keep chatting. I'll, yeah, let, I'll find it out. It makes sense. If, no, 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 it's no big deal. Okay, so is that an electronic device? It is, um, and will be connected to phones and technology and stuff. I think they probably... Wirelessly? Mm-hmm. They stole the balls from Topgolf. Jeez, what are you talking about? (laughs) They created the technology that went into the ball at Top Golf and then sold it to Callaway. Come on, this is the USJ, Alan. You know how it works. The inventor of the step meter, Robert Stimp, Edward S. Stimpson. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. Is that Henrik's uncle? Hashtag now we know. How how good was that kid on the PNC, his son? Did y'all watch any of those interviews? Stimpson's son? Oh, yeah. I watched a shot or two. No, his interviews. Uh, no, I didn't see. Oh, he's interview. a stand-up comic. Oh, really? Oh, you got to go back and watch this. I will. Those. He's I'll like funnier than Blake. Okay. I hear. I you. made that personal. Oh, you oh, did. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Threw my son in there. So, how much travel are you doing? I don't remember seeing Kathy on the road that much, other than like a couple regional meetings. It's a uh, it's a, a a busy job anymore. Being on the road and and getting in the field and and meeting with folks. Um, less so since we've learned how to be a little bit more uh, connected via technology in the last couple of years. Uh, so I went from about 125 days a year. Uh, I'm probably more in the 75. But uh, Didn't you have a 75-day stretch right before the show when I saw you? It, it was a long stretch. We were kind of uh, on the no-fly list nine there for weeks, a while. Nine times so. seven is 63. That's pretty close. August through October was busy. Okay. Uh, right. So culmination with a, a really fun event uh, in Myrtle Beach with y'all. But what, okay. So what were you doing for those? Working. He told you already. His I wife's know. already asking this question. We don't need to get him in any more trouble. He's the been working. Same thing day after day or some mix it up? No, it really changes a lot. Uh, whether it be a golf association board meeting um, or working with volunteers uh, at the, the local level, supporting championships uh from those 10 states that i support plus puerto rico um i actually haven't been to puerto rico yet i have only, i've only been in the southeast for two years and the first 14 months were a little odd um so i'm i'm in catch-up mode but uh odd meaning pandemic odd that that odd okay, yeah gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah it's been a little different so but you've actually lived here then eight years no, I've only been in Mount Pleasant um, since actually almost exactly two years. Oh, I misunderstood you. I thought you said that you six were living there ago. when you did the Midwestern as well. No, I was in Chicago for six years covering the Midwest. I gotcha. I gotcha. Favorite favorite barbecue in the Charleston area? Lewis, home team, Rodney Scott's? Where are we going? So I just had Lewis uh, recently. I've had home team a lot. Yeah. Just, uh, 
it's just a fun happy hour spot yeah uh, on sullivan's yeah um swig and swine's another one too no one uh, do them out yeah uh the deep fried ribs at home team uh-huh. are a can't miss <laughs> not traditional barbecue but they're awesome yeah um rodney is as pretty damn good i just had his the original hemingways in lake city on the way to carolina show and it was unbelievable yeah you're looking at me like I'm supposed to have something to add, but you don't ever tell me about these places. I never experienced in them. So here I am three so months you, later just being like, damn, I'd probably sneak a week's worth of salad in for a deep fried rib. Off topic, there is a home team barbecue in Greenville. Somebody's been going there Chuck. recently. That's what it, Bulldog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Somebody, Tate. Who? Him and Tate. That's what it was. Tate sent me something. I think I saw a picture the other night. They were out there. Yeah. It wasn't long. Yeah. 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 Okay. My bad. Was that tapping the table? You were tapping the table. So traffic, and we'll get back to USJ here in a second. <laughs> Charleston traffic sucks. Yes. What's, oh. Is it not the worst you've ever seen? So, Have you ever tried again, to have an appointment with yourself before 8 a.m. coming from Columbia? Again, I just moved from Chicago to oh, Charleston. He's like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> to go to uh, Wrigley Field for a Cubs baseball game. You had to take a train. 20 miles away is an hour and a half to get there and possibly two and a half to get out just going downtown 20 miles from western suburbs it's an hour and a half if you take the train it's an hour and 10 minutes no traffic like i've i've seen some traffic so i will say i was cutting through chicago at five o'clock traffic on a weekday last year doing some work for the carolinas and it wasn't. I did. I had the Blue Blues Brothers kicking just because I was in Chicago, you know. I, I felt like Charlotte or Charleston was worse than Chicago. At least we were moving. Say what? You hit it during COVID. I did hit it during COVID. You, you no know doubt. what I mean? Like, yeah. Go back when he's talking about pre-COVID. <clears throat> rush. I, oh, I can't. Oh. I just knew I was like, uh oh, I'm about to be in Chicago at five o'clock. This can't be good. And it was winding through the downtown. But it sounds like DC. When I figured out the best way to. If you want to ever tour Washington, D.C., you go on Martin Luther King Monday. It's like the 19th of January or whatever that falls. I rode it from, I forget where we were, somewhere in the Carolinas. Rode straight in, parked at the Washington Monument, literally at the base of it. Cruised around the blocks for another, I think I was there for two hours. Long enough for me to take a picture of Reflection Pond. Go back around to take it as I was leaving and it was frosted over I looked at the photos the next day and half the reflection was missing and I couldn't re- figure out why but half of it had frosted over or whatever Man. so I mean I was there for two three hours wow no traffic got back in the car rode by the Smithsonian and everything took off I was like this is the way to do DC right here I hear you nobody was around it was amazing alright so traffic's not as bad as Chicago traffic look I, I, there's traffic in Charleston and Mount Pleasant is growing so oh. fast it's wild Have um, you? you're not out on IOP are you I'm right across the connector, so I'm right close to there. Like, you got to take the connector? You're on that so, side? You're on the ocean side of the connector? No, so I'm on the Mount Pleasant side. Okay, all right. You're over there by, over there by Target. What is that, Hungry Neck exactly Boulevard? Right. Hungry Neck Boulevard, yeah. <laughs> Rifle Range. Rifle right Range, right. Rifle Range, Rifle range. range. yeah. yeah. Uh, they've improved those intersections, by the way, vastly in the last 20 years. It's way better. Uh, 17 is still... I, I avoid 17 when I'm Amen. getting out. So, how, how did your golf game personally adjust to Bermuda grass or warm season grasses? 
Oh man, uh, I am playing better golf than I ever have in my life. To be honest, I hear you. I played probably seventy times last year, and I'm probably going to be close to that this year. Um, Those are all official working rounds. Seventy. <laughs> it was yeah. a good time to to stop traveling 125 days a year. Oh, those weren't work rounds. <laughs> those, well, there's some work rounds in there, but uh, the majority were at uh, Snee Farm, a uh, place I call home in Mount Pleasant. The farm. That's right. The the former home of Big Daddy. He was raving about the uh, the new guy he got in. They're doing great things. I don't know. Not that Brent guy. wasn't, but you know, love to hear that. In Good job, Kurt. Yeah, Brent set him up for success. Um, Brent was doing a good job, but uh, set him up to to really knock it out for his first year, and Kurt's doing a a phenomenal job. Uh, Places, the guys that play in the rice planters are going to come this coming year and see a a different Snee Farm. That's awesome. Rice planters is a big deal. Do you tee it up in the rice planters? No. Okay. I am not that good. I was about to say, uh, you're a baller. If you make the rice planters. I played a lot of golf last year, but uh, and I'm playing really good golf, but uh, I'm uh, I'm a 75 shooter. I'm a three oh, handicap. You can qualify. How many of those are we going to run into out here? <laughs> hey, so I do you that. post 70 scores? Oh, yeah. I post Dude. You're, yeah, uh, you're oh, yeah, I put him on the spot. I sure did. Go ahead. I post everyone. I can't even get my Gen app to open. Can you help me with that? I can put you in touch with someone Jeez, that might be able to. Have you ever tried to qualify for the Azalea while you've been down here? I have not, but I officiated at it okay. uh, in I December. <laughs> How about Hart Brown? Great guy, right? The best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hart and his staff do All a phenomenal job. Yeah. Uh, Matty Bova coming up uh, is going to be one of the best pros and he's learned under heart um yeah. heart's just one of the greatest people ever and he's so cool pro. man i wish i was nearly as cool as heart is he's the man i just don't understand that pace and demeanor it's amazing it's the same every time right it's just like you say it's beach mode man always got a suntan <laughs> you know what i mean always looking yeah. good dressed well what, yeah. what's the usga got in store for the carolinas coming up this year uh, so this coming year, the Carolinas is uh, going to be uh, on the spotlight for women's golf. Women's Open at Pine Needles in June. Uh, the first week, excited uh, to, to come back for the Women's Open. It's just a, a classic uh, Women's Open uh, venue. Uh, and then in July, uh, really, really excited to introduce the first ever Adaptive Open. Uh, for disabled golfers uh, in July on Pinehurst Number Six. Really? And, uh, it's. Yeah, I just I just I, read I about saw that. that they had announced it. I didn't know they were coming to Pinehurst with it. That's pretty either. cool. Uh, first one, and uh, Pinehurst has been phenomenal. Uh, look, it's it's not easy to find a venue that can host a championship like this for seated golfers, uh, amputees. Um, the infrastructure around the the championship to to facilitate this demographic and in this championship but they've been phenomenal and it will be the the perfect site to to inaugurate this championship that's great man i i just think it's great when you and pinehurst get together on positive things like that and some of instead of some of your most recent ventures which I don't well, necessarily feel are the most positive. Wait, before you get in that again. I'm not getting into it. I'm going to leave it right there. No, get into it. No, it's fine. We've been talking about it all day. Well, that's fine, but we don't have to put Tyler on the spot. He's not in marketing. You're right. It's not his fault. Does my girl, Jensen Castle, get into the Women's Open next year? I would assume she does. 
Uh, I believe she gets an exemption for the women's amateur. amateur. Yeah, I believe so. She yeah. has to stay amateur, right? Yeah, I think that's the deal. Yeah. How many? She's a junior. She might. Uh, she might be. She was. She worked at the Columbia Country Club this week. She was at the Christmas party. No, I know. I just wanted to make sure she still had another year of school left to stay amateur. Is all I'm getting at. Oh, I think so. Um, she should get in the women's Augusta National deal. That would be awesome. You yeah. trying to caddy for? Her? Oh wait, you've already played there. Yeah. Have you ever played Augusta? I have not. Actually, I have never been there. Really? What? Oh, that's right. That's that's not a USGA venue. I have not venue. been to the Masters. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think Riggs has been there? <laughs> I don't know. Why you laugh? I haven't seen, I haven't so seen that I was on trying to segue media. us back in there. I loved it. That was the best segue you've done in three years. Well, his face was like, who's Riggs, which I really appreciated. That was even better. Yeah. How do you feel about Barstool's relationship with the USGA and Pinehurst, Tyler? <laughs> uh, it it uh, pushes further than the USGA has ever been in in that uh, you know social media atmosphere, and uh, the USGA has uh, tried to expand and encourage some other demographic of golfers into the game. Uh, Good we have, answer partnered with them on a lot of uh good endeavors that have uh encouraged handicapping and uh i don't think he more. posts his scores <laughs> but i'm just saying Riggs done i just, just, I just i'm not gonna knock him i don't know him, but i just right. i mean he breaks his clubs and give them away on twitter i just don't see that as being the usga and pinehurst's image tyler have you ever broken a club and if so, have you posted it to Twitter saying that this is the way golf should be played? I had a bad day today. And encourage others? I'm going to admit, I've broken a club way back in the day. It's, it's been in the 90s. Do you have 200,000 followers that no. are going to be influenced by what you say? No. Okay. I have never broken a club. I have. I have. Yeah. Not proud. Not since I was an adult. <clears throat> have yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, I was probably 18, 19, Yeah, 20. I don't consider that to be you an adult. Right. I think you had to go to the work for the golf association before Alan became an adult. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> yeah, and you're probably not wrong there. But no. Have you thrown one since working for the golf association? No, I don't care now. Did you throw one at a okay, fellow employee ever? <laughs> I've thrown plenty of golf clubs. Yeah. Helicopter method, end over end. What do you more of the slam into the ground or the I sling like it the, as far as possible? I like the end over end. Yeah. Like straight down. You get a little somersault going. It's like throwing That's a, the most risk of break right there, I will true. say. It's true. Because you're going to hit it at a weak point. You're going to get one of the ends to, to cave. Do you own a stunt meter? Do you carry one with you? I don't. Okay. Do they make a portable <laughs> one that folds? <laughs> like a, There's a shorter one now. A, a tractable. But it no, still it won't fit in your fold. portfolio. <laughs> it doesn't. What is in your tournament bag? Side of the horn? Sharpies? <laughs> You got Staple stop, gun. Stopwatches are gone, right? Calligraphy markers? I use my phone for, for stopwatches. Right. Portable, uh, bas- portable radio? Uh, have you ever heard of a gotcha? No. It's a little Sounds old. like this episode of Pulling Weeds <laughs> and You. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tool that uh, rules officials use to determine who's away on the putting green. Like a... It's got a little string with a hook on it, and you hook it around the flagstick, yep. and it extends... Have me mark one of the balls and you just walk a circle around the, the flag that way. Uh, 
Have you pulled that out? Y'all ever used a shoestring? <laughs> I don't think I've ever used it. Okay. I usually just eyeball it. So some exactly. dude took a fishing hook one day and put string around the end and said, gotcha. And started selling that and said, I know a guy at the USJ. They'll buy these for every one of those employees. It, w- it would have to be an intense match to pull out the gotcha. We have those. How about time par? That, do, do, y'all, do y'all just throw that right out the window? <laughs> <laughs> no, they invented it. What are you talking about? Oh, oh I know. I never looked at mine much. Is that that sheet of paper that says how far along you're supposed to be? You're supposed to finish hole 13 by 2.05 p.m. This is why I didn't get to officiate much yeah, in that office right, ever. Right. You couldn't point the radio at that. That, that document's <laughs> a little complicated for you. Kruger. It is. It's called yeah. a raguzzi. Does it have columns? <laughs> it does have columns. <laughs> It's, I mean, it works. And it's, I just remember Mike Murphy one time at the State Am with the third group is plus one. It just, and then he kept ruling off groups, and there was no groups. And uh, it just, you <laughs> was have, he talking on his own radio cycle? Did you guys have one of those? I'm going to tell Tyler this. So Mike Murphy would talk on the radio so much as a volunteer, you would have to give him another battery before the day was <laughs> over. And I'm sure you know, well, maybe you don't, but. He knows how long a battery lasts. He's not the only one that's gone through a battery. Well, I'm just saying he may not have had to work with Mr. Murphy back then if he's not on the committee anymore. No, I've only worked with him in the last two years. And yeah. Talked to him on the phone. Uh, really bright rules mind. He knows it all. No, um, no, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a good egg. Very knowledgeable, no doubt. So Interesting. So what else next year? You got women's golf coming to the Carolinas. We got any men's stuff? Um, the next one would be the U.S. Open. 28? Uh, three? I think it's 25. Seven? Uh, it's one of the 20s. Soon, yeah, soon. Number two. As soon as the Barstool thing ends. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, everybody, that the opinions of whatever <laughs> something are just mine. They don't have anything to do with sponsors or the show or the Carolinas. So it's Sign, just mind my and selfish blood. opinion of how I think that... I feel about the USGA and their image. Well, That's all. Okay. They've actually got a bunch of them lined up, don't they? They've what? set out parcels? No, Pinehurst in the Opens, they've set. <laughs> not not mine, parcels, but uh, yeah, actually in the, Three of them the Carolinas, 51? but the US Open uh, has, uh, I want to say, five US Opens into the 40s. Right. If, I thought it was 51. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was out there for a while. I was like, God dang, that, that's some serious planning. So now, I don't think we've asked him his age. Well, we didn't know kind of when he was in high school and college. Okay. <laughs> Look at him. He doesn't have a gray hair on him. Oh, I know. I haven't taken my hat off yet. <laughs> I'm 40. Wow. Damn. That's not good, good, good looking 40. Uh, Better than me. So, what was the first car you drove? Um, my first car was a <coughs> red 1993 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Beautiful. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Four, wait, wait, wait. Stop, door. stop. <laughs> that wasn't factory red. They didn't make that in red. That was a remodel. That, was, that had to have been repainted. cherry apple red. Wow. Oh, yeah. That I don't even a, remember red Oldsmobiles. From my stepmom. Did the rims match? They were not red. I Ooh. think they were... I think they were steel rims. That's a good-looking car, man. They definitely made red. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the only color they made in that. Red and white and black, I think, now that I remember. Actually, that's probably right. You could not find that one in canary yellow, that's for sure. Do you have a CD player or a tape player? I Currently. have a 
<laughs> I had a tape deck in that one with the disc man on the passenger oh, yeah. seat with yeah. the tape deck thing. With the oh, wire yeah. going in. With a giant book of CDs under the seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I met a guy the other day in this shop. Turns out he's some country musician. Never heard of him, right? And I was like, dude, where can I find you? You know, like iTunes, Spotify. He's like, oh, yeah, man, cool, yeah. And he walks out and he comes back in with a hat and a CD and he hands it to me. And he's like, yeah, man, I haven't got a CD. Didn't have the heart to say, I, oh, wow. I don't have anything to put that in nowadays. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. My PC might open for that. I have to put a disc in, but yeah, no. Anyhow, I thought that was My pretty interesting. They still even have one of those. Y'all don't do CD-ROM anymore? No, I don't think so. What kind of floppy disks are y'all into <laughs> now? Are they going to be available on the market anytime soon? Innovative and new tablet action. Where do y'all find the innovation in the new? Like... I mean, they buy it. I get there's an R&D department that y'all have, but a lot of that's got to be outsourced. Uh, some of it is, but we do have a research science and innovation center at the USGA with uh, quite a few engineers and, and bright minds on the either the equipment standard side or on uh, the, the products like Deacon that we've built. What do we got to do to get like an hour conference call and pick their brains? That'd be awesome. Let's I'd do love it. to. We got some smart people that would love to talk about that is is iron byron still a thing as he retired uh he's still a thing okay still rocking Shit, he goes and on the road some doesn't he he's uh he's being retired uh i don't know if they take him on the road i, thought I saw him somewhere last year but he will be rebuilt as the new iron byron at pinehurst okay. Uh, okay. so the new uh test center for all equipment will be located in pinehurst gotcha. in uh, the new uh new headquarters in most likely 2024. It's not going to be like titanium paint or anything like that. <laughs> they should give a new name. I mean, I'm just thinking I with like the statue sitting yeah. out there, you know what I mean? You could oh, wow. Copyright that. Got this. Is the red button on? It's, it's yeah. done. <laughs> Paperwork's already in motion. Where will that facility be proper? On the Pinehurst facility? It's, it's right on the corner where the tennis courts are. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like right in that little corner, basically. Yeah, after you where go the around train the, goes under the yeah. circle. Uh, if you're coming from the Carolina Hotel, you go through the circle. Mm -hmm. Right there on the right, there's a bunch of tennis courts. There will be two facilities there, uh, two two different buildings, um, and that'll be the new HQ. There'll be some other facilities for testing and stuff up by the range, but uh, wow. offices and a museum, a welcome center. Uh, some office space. A lot of distractions when you walk from the hotel to number two to play. Yeah. Leave cool. 30 minutes early. Swing through the USGA hall. I know. And might you also go by the CGA Museum. What are y'all going to do for parking there? Just share that parking lot? I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. But uh, there are plans in place for some changes to the croquet courts at, at Pinehurst. No. You're touching those? Yeah. Uh, not USGA led, uh, mm -hmm. Pinehurst. So uh, some plans to change it up a little bit. So okay. it'll be a very different place in, Dude, in the I next two years. This whole bar stool effect. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna have? Top golf right there by the cradle. I just assumed fifty-eight <laughs> bar stools lined up down there with a bunch of different weirdos' names on them from some uh, other place. That's just sitting. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, we the Twitter. The Twitterer of the year gets stool. <laughs> the Facebooker of the year. Let's see if it comes on the Micah Woods list. Oh, jeez. They're not turf Twitter people. Are you on Twitter? I am for personal reasons. Trolling? Yeah, mostly just to keep up with you. 
Wow. See, see what you're talking about, the USGA. and Never anything to positive. Marketing partners. <laughs> Always positives. I like the USGA. I'm a big fan, and I have said it before, and I'll say it again with you sitting here, but I think one of the most positive changes that I've seen in my 20-plus years of golf in the Carolinas has been the transition this last two, three years with personnel. And it has nothing to do with the, the, the people previous. It's just it's like a breath of fresh air, and there's an energy there, and there's a desire to help especially at the regional level that I don't think we've necessarily felt before. So I'm very encouraged to meet folks like yourself and, and Hunky and to have Jordan come in. And um, I think he's going to do good things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not by coincidence that uh, there's three new staff members here um, and 50 in the future. But the three of us that are located here make a lot of sense for collaborating and, and specifically with all of our allied groups such as GCSA, PGA section, NGCOA. Uh, my office uh, is with Jay Karen and, and Daniel Island and uh, the NGCOA. Um, the connection to golf. Y'all have to pay rent there? I, I play, pay a little rent God, to Jay. Lacey, yeah. I think they'd it's get not it to free. You, you come, I told Hunky he could borrow one of ours. <clears throat> I bet you don't, generous. you don't ever see Rock Lucas down at NGCOA, do you? I have not run across him. Oh, okay. Not since he was president. It's, I thought he was president. It's a two-year thing he was president like seven years ago eight years ago when jay got hired gotcha yeah plenty plenty of of opportunity for all of our allied groups to make some really productive headway together as opposed to parallel um so many programs and initiatives that come out out of the alphabet soup at the national level that we're all trying to make an impact but if we did it in collaboration and, and unison and leveraged all of our skills. There's way more that we can do uh, together than apart, uh, even as, as huge groups that, that we are and, and make an impact. So um, just being here and being able to hang out with y'all in person and chat some golf and a little business, maybe shoot some guns. <laughs> uh, just for I'm good with that. All right. Tim's Except good. didn't shoot anything. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think anybody shot a gun. I saw a nice one tonight, man. Well, if it hadn't have been for your headlights shining right through those antlers, I might have shot him. Okay, so stop hitting the table. I'm sorry. I know. Tim is hitting the table. We're wrapping this up. And so. How many times? Twelve let, so far? Let me admit that. Yeah, it's been a number. But let me admit that I pulled up to the, I pulled up short to the proper gate. And Tim's in a stand. And my lights are just kind of blaring through the area Tim's supposed to be hunting in. Luckily, he didn't shoot me. No, I haven't met a deer with a headlight yet. And the owner of the facility where we're recording is just pacing around outside. I feel like we should. We've kept enough. We've kept Tyler long enough. Anything we haven't. Is he on the phone out there? Because that's what he does. He'll be doing that if we're not here. He might be. Charlie. Yeah, man, he got all dressed up. It's after, it's after dark. He put on his white shirt. He's a gentleman. Uh, anything we didn't, anything we leave out that you'd like to say? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it was really good just to chat. And uh, obviously, again, really good to just be here and be present and get some stuff done. Who's Works your good. favorite corporate partner of the USGA? <laughs> <laughs> what? He doesn't have to answer that? No. All right. Thanks for coming on, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, 
visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullen underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullen Weeds Podcast. Lushed up Romeo, sing the streets a serenade, laying everybody low with a love song that he made. Find the street light, steps out of the shades, something like you and me, babe. How about it? Juliet says, Hey, it's Romeo. You nearly gave me a heart attack. He's underneath the window singing. Hey, la, my boyfriend's back You shouldn't come around here Singing up at people like that Anyways, what you gonna do about it? Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start And I bet, and you exploded in my heart And I forget, I forget The movie song when you're gonna realize it was just that the time was wrong, Juliet. Come up on different streets, they both were streets of shame. Both dirty, both mean, you said the dream was just the same. I dreamed your dream for you, and now your dream is real. How can you look at me as if I was just another one of your deals? And you can fall for chains of silver. You can fall for chains of gold. You can fall for pretty strangers and the promises they hold. You promised me everything. You promised me thick and thin, yeah. Now you just say, oh, Romeo. You know I used to have a scene with you Juliet When we made love you used to cry You said I love you like the stars above And I love you till I die There's a place for us You know the movie song When you're gonna realize It was just that the time was wrong kiss you through the bars of a rhyme Julie, I'd do the stars with you anytime Juliet when we made love you used to cry you said I love you like the stars above and I love you till I die there's a place for us you know the movie song 
When you're gonna realize It was just that the time was wrong Struck Romeo, sing the streets a serenade, laying everybody low with the love song that he made. Finds a street light, steps out of the shades of something like you and me, babe. How about it? You and me, babe. How about it? Oh. Um. 